What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coach? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about knowing your demons. Knowing your demons, I'm going to be giving you guys the mindset of a millionaire. In this podcast, I'm going to get vulnerable with you guys and I'm going to share with you guys some of my own personal struggles in hopes that I can inspire you guys to look at yourself a little bit closer so that you guys can get better results, not only in your business, but also in your life. Now, Guys, today we're going to be talking about knowing your demons. And when I say knowing your demons, like that word in itself, I feel like is a little bit triggering. So we're going to switch it up and I'm going to ask you guys a question. How many of us have traits that we don't like about ourselves? How many of us have traits that we don't like about ourselves? How many of us have traits that we might hide away from the world? How many of us have traits that we might deny as our own traits, right? So traits that we might not even want to admit to ourselves and other people that like those are existing inside of us. How many of us have traits that we know are sabotaging our success? We absolutely know. Like I do this thing and I know for sure that this thing sabotages my success, but I keep doing it and it's something that's just living inside of us. So a lot of you guys know that I go to counseling and my counselor and I, we frequently talk about these traits that we hide away from the world and these parts of ourselves that we might not expose to the light. My counselor calls this our shadow selves our shadow self, okay? Because I think on social media, it's really easy to get into this perception of like, I'm always positive and nothing's ever wrong and I can do it. And I think that a lot of people have that belief about success in their life without actually admitting what they're feeling on the inside. And we're talking about today about your shadow self. So today we're gonna talk about building a relationship with your shadow self. Today we're gonna talk about getting in touch with your shadow self and those traits of you that you might not like to expose to the light. And today we're gonna talk about how to fall in love with every part of yourself how to fall in love with every part of yourself. Okay, so whenever I get vulnerable, I always get uncomfortable first. (laughs) So I can feel my body getting physically uncomfortable right now, but I'm gonna share. So I'm gonna talk to you guys today about the reason that I hired a counselor, right? Now, a lot of you guys see that have listened to my podcast know that you know, I do counseling. So I have counseling at least once a week. And sometimes I do twice a week, not often, but sometimes I've done twice a week. And I'm going to talk about the reason that I hired a counselor today. So seven years ago, when you guys know my story, I suffered with a drug addiction and I was doing drugs, you know, three to five times a week. And then I'd sleep for 24 hours. I'd wake up and I'd do it again. Now, when I was going through this time, when I was going through this addiction, I basically like lost control of myself. I didn't have like self-control. And so a substance would be in front of me and I would just do it. I would go out and I would do a substance, I would wake up, it would be the first thing I'd want to do in the morning, I basically lost all control of myself. And I don't know how many of you guys have ever suffered with like a drug addiction or a food addiction or something or an alcohol addiction. But basically, you just lose control of yourself. And so I got over my drug addiction by completely cutting myself off from substances, I literally went cold turkey, and I moved away to a summer camp. And I like got rid of my addiction just by doing that. Now, the reason that I did that now, obviously, for those of you guys that like have heard about addictions, there's a bunch of different ways to like recover from addictions. And one of the different ways to recover from addictions is to go to Alcoholics Anonymous, right or Addicts Anonymous. Now for me, like I never identified as an addict, like I never believed that I had an addiction, because 
I was 100% convinced in the power of my mindset. And I'm like, I can get rid of the addiction forever on my own. Like no matter what, like I'm fucking like, I'm unstoppable. So I have this, like, I call it delusional optimism. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know what I'm talking about, but I have this delusional optimism that tells me that I don't need any help. I can do this all myself. I'm an Island. I fucking got this. Like that's like a deep rooted belief that's inside of me. And we can talk about like that just goes a layer deeper, but I'm going to be honest with you guys in full transparency, you know, even though I got over my addiction, like, you know, a year, two years later, and I was no longer going out to the bars and and drinking and partying. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Once in a while, I would slip. And when I say slip, I mean that like seven years ago, I was addicted to drugs, but then I would go out in like 2015, 2016 with my friends and I would have a few drinks and I would slip and I would do drugs. And in full transparency, once in a while, even though I was no longer addicted to it, Once in a while, I would go out and I would like, I would drink to the point of like, and then I would do drugs. And in full transparency, you guys, I never fully kicked the addiction ever because the addiction was like always something that was lingering in the back of my mind. And I literally just fucking denied with every aspect of my soul that I was addicted to drugs. I just, I just denied. I was like, nope. I'm like, I'm fucking Brian Mark. I'm like, I'm unstoppable. I'm not addicted to drugs. And so because I had this belief, I'm like, I'm untouchable. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. I'll be able to overcome it. Like I would go out and I would in like when I was, you know, this was like five years ago, I would go out four years ago, three years ago, I would go out. And whenever I'd have a few too many drinks, it's like an unwanted guest. My addiction would just like creep into my fucking mind and it'd be like, yo, you should do some drugs. And I just hear this little voice in the back of my mind, like, yo, let's go get some drugs. Like, yo, we're pretty drunk right now. Like we could use, like we could use some drugs. And it was a part of me that was like, I never wanted to admit like, cause when you're actually addicted to something like a substance, you never want to admit that you're addicted. Like there's no part of you that wants to like raise your hands up and be like, help me. I'm addicted. Like it's in fact, the instinct is to do the opposite. The instinct is to like hide your demons or the parts of you that you don't want the other world, the world to see. Because as soon as you expose them, you're admitting that you need to work on your shit and nobody likes doing that. It's easier to fucking hide, right? So if you've got a food addiction and you constantly fucking eat at night and like you literally can't stop yourself from eating, it's really easy to hide and just pretend that you don't have one because then you don't actually have to work on it. And so for me, it was really easy for me to just hide the fact that I would slip up because then I didn't have to work on it. I was like, I can just keep it a secret and I never have to expose it to anyone. And as long as I never have to expose it, I can keep it under control and I'll be fine. But like an unwanted guest, my demons would sneak in and the cravings would sometimes cause me to lose control and I would give in. Now I call this and my counselor calls this my shadow self. Is this making sense so far? Are you guys getting value? So let me know if you guys are getting value from this so far. My counselor calls this my shadow self. And I want, so I know that I just talked about some vulnerable shit. And so I'm aware that this might be a lot of, like a lot of you guys might be feeling like maybe or thinking about some parts of yourself that you might be hiding right now, which is cool. How many of you guys are ashamed of the, ashamed of the negative aspects of yourself? How many of you guys are ashamed of the parts of yourself that you hide from the world? Like absolutely ashamed. Like if somebody found out about this, I would fucking, I'm absolutely ashamed that I have this, this trait. How many of you guys are afraid that if somebody finds you out that, you know, they're like, their bad things are going to happen if people find out about this thing, right? How many of you guys feel literally guilty, like guilty as shit that you have this part of you that you're literally hiding from the world? The shadow self, this like little, like this little minion. And so for me, I was so ashamed and I felt so bad and I felt so guilty that I would always slip up that I would, I was constantly shaming myself for having these thoughts and feelings, constantly shaming myself. 
not being in touch with my shadow self and literally just like all of these traits and habits that I had that were inside of me, like were a part of me. I was like shaming my personal, like myself. And if you guys think about like, if I only have 24 hours in a day and I spend time literally shaming myself for being a human, like what, what sort of constructive energy is that going to bring into my life and, and for me accomplishing to my goals, shaming myself. It's like, I almost, it creates like a cognitive dissonance. I'm like trying to pretend that this side of me doesn't fucking exist, but it does. And I'm just like, I'm just ignoring that it's there. And honestly, I believe that I didn't need any help. I believe that I didn't need any help. And I never actually reached out for help, like in terms of like, just like, it just, and help could be just support from like a friend. I never believed that I needed to reach out for help because I had this like stupid belief. I'm like, I can do this on myself. I don't need anybody's help to overcome this. I'm like good on my own. I'm like, I can fix this myself. And I think a lot of people that are struggling do this, right? They're like, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody's help. Like I'm good. And so it's just, I just struggled in silence for years. And here's some of the ways that like my shadows or like, like my shadow self would like, this is some of the ways that like hiding my demons and not exposing them affected me. I started cutting out all of my friends that drank and did like even drank even a little bit because I didn't want to go out anymore because I would never ever like, and this was like up until like this year, like this is recent. I would never, ever, ever go out and have any fun because I didn't want to be tempted to do drugs. And so I just cut off myself from having any fun because I'm like, well, every time I go out, I want to like drink and do drugs. So I'm just never, ever, ever going to go out ever. And if you're actually really close to me, like some of my best friends, like Cole, like knows this, I would just never, ever, ever go out ever. I would just stay in my little bubble. And to be completely honest, it led to the point where I, I just developed social anxiety because I was like literally always working. And so I was always working on my business and I was never going out. And the only thing I ever wanted to talk about was my business because it was all I was ever doing. And like, don't get me wrong. That's, I think that like obsessive focus is one of the things that allows me to grow, but it's also like the thing that causes me to burn out. But this is what happens when you bury your demons. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. When you bury your demons, whatever they are, whether that be like a food addiction or like massive amounts of self-doubt or a poor money mindset, when you bury your demons, they will manifest in every single thing that you do. When you bury your demons, they will manifest in every single thing that you do. Your demons will come out and they will affect every aspect of your life because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so for me, my demon was my addiction. My demon was my fear of my addiction. It wasn't just like the fact that I was like addicted, but it was also being afraid of being addicted, which was like another thought pattern all on its own that takes up mental energy. My demon was also my denial of my addiction. It's like I had this addiction, but I was unwilling to talk about it. And I was just like pretending that everything's okay. And at some point, I literally just needed to say out loud to myself, I'm a drug addict. And it's like, and for the rest of my life, that demon will always be there because I indulged in substances that have the potential to like seriously impact chemicals in your brain. 
And as soon as I accepted it, I was like, I'm a drug addict. I went out and I got a counselor because now I can talk about it. My counselor said something to me that was super cool. And she said, you can't diagnose the prescription from inside the bottle. You guys know what that means? It's basically like you can't give yourself an accurate assessment of yourself from the problems that you're currently in. So if you're an addict, you can't diagnose whether or not you're an addict from being, you know what I mean? Like you can't diagnose the prescription from inside the bottle. And so for me, just accepting the fact that I was like, I'm a drug addict and I'm always going to be for the rest of my life. There will always be some little voice in my head that might creep in and I need to be aware of that so that I can constantly conquer it versus pretending it doesn't exist. And then she sneaks up like an unwanted guest and just smacks me in the face when I least expect it. Guys, knowing your demons means being aware of your weak points. Knowing your demons means being aware of your self-sabotaging behaviors and being honest with yourself about them. Knowing your demons means bringing to life those parts of you that you pretend aren't there. And yo, when I say that, all of you have something that come up. Bringing to light the parts of yourself that you pretend aren't there. If that hit, let me know. Everybody has one. But as soon as you admit to yourself that you've got these problems and that there's something that you're struggling with and that you need some help, now you can face them head on versus having them affect you from inside and you're not even aware of it. But guys, this is the one, right? This is the one right here. If you pretend your demons aren't there, they will haunt you from the shadows. If you pretend your demons aren't there, they will haunt you from the shadows. Does this make sense? Now, let's talk about some common demons as an online fitness coach that will affect your ability to get to 10K a month because this is the podcast for online fitness coaches. So if you're an online fitness coach, let's get into some demons. And honestly, if you're in any sort of business, let's get into some demons that will seriously impact your ability to grow your coaching business. The first demon, number one, is poor money mindset. Yo, if you're constantly saying things like money doesn't grow on trees, the economy is bad, COVID hits super hard, I need to go on EI, I'm always broke, nothing ever works out for me, I'm stuck in debt, this is so hard, you have a poor money mindset. And if you don't admit that you have a poor money mindset and you don't start working on it actively, it's going to literally just affect you from the shadows. And you're going to try to build a business and you're going to try to build a movement and you're going to try to get on sales calls, but your poor money mindset is just going to sneak up and smack you in the face before every single sales call. Nope, it's not going to work. They're not going to be able to buy anyways, not going to be able to afford it. You're going to stay stuck in debt and that's going to creep into every single sales call that you have. And they'll hear, hear it in your voice. They'll hear that you don't actually believe in your product. They'll hear it. And everybody that you talk to about the about your financial struggles will also hear that too. If you have a poor money mindset, it will affect every single aspect of your life. And you can literally shift it by working on it actively and admitting, you're like, yo, right now I have a poor money mindset. Bring it to light so that it no longer impacts you. The second thing that will impact you, and this is massive, and this is for everybody, and this doesn't just apply to owning your own business, this also applies to a fitness journey. Self-doubt. Self-doubt or not believing that you can accomplish one thing, if you constantly question yourself and everything that you do, you will never be able to accomplish your goals. So many people will say that they wanna build their business to take care, they'll say that they wanna lose 50 pounds, or they'll say that they wanna get in the best shape of their life for summer, but they don't actually believe that it's true, but they won't admit that to themselves. They're like, no, I'm gonna do it. I fucking got this shit. They don't admit to themselves that they actually doubt their ability to accomplish the results because if they admitted that they felt doubtful, maybe they could hire some help. If they admitted that they were uncertain if they were gonna get the result, they would become certain by hiring the right person. But you need to be aware of self-doubt and you need to bring it out into the open to be exposed. Like, yo, I wanna lose 50 pounds, but I'm actually pretty fucking nervous that I'm not gonna be able to do it. I wanna get my business to $10,000 a month, but I'm pretty fucking scared that like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it. But if you don't admit that to yourself and you just deny that it exists, then that self-doubt is just gonna come and fucking sneak up on you when you're writing content. 
oh, I don't think this post is going to work anyways. There's no point on doing it. What's the point on watching all these videos when it's not going to work out for you? What's the point of going to the gym? You're not going to lose the weight anyways. Self-doubt is a demon and it will impact everything that you do. Man, this next one, this next one's going to hit for some of you guys because this next one is very common, even in myself, and I'm going to admit it. Always focused on the negative. Yo, honestly, online coach, there are like a thousand things that can happen to you throughout the day and whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. And so if you wake up in a mood where you're not feeling good, you're not feeling your best, you're not feeling awesome, and then you take that And you start like looking and like, then you notice the fact that like somebody, you know, has cut you off in traffic. And then you're going to the gym and you're like, this fucking asshole cut me off in traffic. And now I'm five minutes late for work. And I hit every single red light and fucking bullshit. And it's COVID too. And I hate COVID and this isn't fun. And like having a hard time losing weight. Nobody's buying my program and life is hard. If you are constantly focused on the negative, you are just going to bring more of it to you. And so that's a demon that that can literally impact not only just your business, but every single aspect of your life. In your business though, that can deteriorate a successful business. Because if you have 40 clients and you have one client that drops off and you obsessively focus on like why this one client is like dropping off, you're like, oh fuck, like this client is like, I don't know why they don't like my service. I don't understand. And then you obsessively focus on this one thing. You forget the other 39 clients that are paying you money. Like that will deteriorate your business. That's a demon that needs to be exposed. Man, shit, I always focus on the negative. I should work on that. Number four, this one's going to hit too. (laughs) Should I put a trigger warning in front of this podcast? I don't know if I should have done that. Number four, actually it's called knowing your demons. I figured, I feel like that is a trigger warning. Number four, talking about other people. Online fitness coach, personal trainer, whoever's listening to this broadcast right now, if you find yourself talking about other humans, constantly wrapped up in the lives of others, talking about other people to other people, I want you to ask yourself this question, why aren't you working on yourself in that exact moment that you're talking about somebody else? Like in the moment that you start talking about other people, I want you to ask yourself the question, why am I not working on myself right now? Like I have zero energy to invest in talking about other humans because I'm too focused on building my own shit. So that's a demon that will impact your ability to grow your coaching business because if you want to be successful, you need to be so focused on forward movement that you don't have time to talk about other people. I'm just focused on my shit. All right. So next demon that will impact your ability to grow a coaching business. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. Says every person who likes repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. I can do it myself. Those people, and I used to be one of those people, so I understand, right? I understand. I can do it myself means this. You're either going to spend your time doing using trial and error, trying to figure it out over and over again, repeating mistakes over and over again, you know, trying to figure it out. Sometimes you'll get it right. Sometimes you won't, but no matter what, you will spend time. So you either spend time trying to figure something out or you spend money. So spending time equals trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Money means like if you've struggled with mental health, like hire a counselor or buy a gym membership so that you can work on your mental health, go to the gym and exercise. So time, right? Trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out or money. The problem is that sometimes when you're like, I can do it myself, you have no idea what you're actually doing wrong. Like if we're we're talking about growing a coaching business, you're like, you're posting three to five times a week and you're trying to reach out to people, but nobody's fucking buying. And you have no idea what you're doing wrong because you've never done this before. And so now you're trying to figure out what you're doing wrong. And you could actually be doing 80% of it right. And maybe the 20% you're doing wrong, but you start fucking with the 80% that you're doing right. Cause you don't actually know what you're doing and it gets you further away from the end result. Right. So that's what most people do. I can do it myself. It's the same thing with mental health. Guys, for me, with my addiction, let's be open and honest. Like I was telling myself I can do it myself. Right. I don't need any help to overcome my addiction, but 
I kept fucking slipping. Here's what I would do. I would slip and then I'd be like, 100 days, no drinking. But that doesn't solve the fucking problem because at the end of 100 days, guess what? I can do whatever I want. And so I'm back to my habits. So I can do it myself. It's just a mindset. I can do it myself is the same person that repeats the same mistakes over and over and over again. And Einstein calls that insanity. All right. Now, one thing that I want to bring up right now is I feel like a question that might come up is, should I work on the weak parts of myself or should I just double down on the strengths? I think if you have any weaknesses that like take value from your life, you should work on it immediately. As an example, let's say you're a great painter, but you're also a fucking alcoholic, right? Let's just pretend that that's the example. Like, sure, you can double down on your painting skills, but if your alcoholism actually severely impacts your ability to paint because you're so fucking drunk, you can't pick up the brush. Like you should probably work on like the alcoholism too, right? So if your weak points start getting to a point where they negatively impact your strengths, you should focus on them. Does that make sense? I'm a big believer in like doubling down on your weak points, but I'm also like, if something is like deteriorating my quality of life or my ability to succeed, then I'm going to work on that thing. Okay. So another demon, are you guys getting value? Is this, has this been valuable so far? I feel like we're fucking going in. I'm having a good time. Okay. Number six, this one's going to hit too. Another one of the demons that will impact you and your ability to grow a coaching business is refusing to feel pain. Now I'm going to toss in refusing to feel pain with all of the things like doing drugs or drinking or marijuana, right? Doing things to distract yourself from feeling pain. Now, any of these substances that cause you not to feel pain, whether that be marijuana, drinking drugs, is a distraction from some sort of internal feeling that we're experiencing. And if you don't allow yourself to feel the pain that you're going through, whatever it is, then it's never going to heal. Running away from your pain, running away from anxiety with marijuana, running away from social anxiety with drinking is not going to help. You have to just feel it. Right? The only way that my, my counselor calls this exposure therapy. So like if you're going through something, go through it and expose yourself to it so that it can pass through you. But if you feel a little bit of pain, And as soon as you feel a little bit of emotional pain or anxiety or depression or whatever, you instantly fucking run to get a drink. It's like that pain is still going to be there inside of you. And then it's going to come up again. And guess what? Now your coping mechanism is to drink. And so you're going to drink again. So unless you just feel it and you let it pass through you, it's going to get stuck in you. And that's a demon that will impact your ability to make any sort of money. Does that make sense? Now, the last demon, the last demon that we're going to talk about is this self-focused versus others focused self-focused versus others focused. If you are more interested in your own success than you are in the success of others, this will absolutely kill your ability to grow a coaching business. That is a demon that will destroy you. And so many online fitness coaches that want to grow a successful online fitness business get stuck in this because they're like, I want to get to 10K. I want to get to 20K. Yo, B Mark has helped a client get to 100K. I want to get to 100K without understanding what that actually means. Like in order for you to get to $10,000 a month, $10,000 a month equals 40 online fitness coaching clients, 30 to 40 online fitness coaching clients equals you actually have to be like a stellar 10 out of 10 coach for those clients to want to stick around and pay you money for an extended period of time if you want to get to 10K a month and stay at 10K a month. But most online coaches are only interested in hitting an arbitrary number because they're more self-interested than they are others interested. Whereas when you guys have seen me interview any of my like really successful students on the podcast, whether that be like Chad Morgan or Don Lamb, one of the things that Chad Morgan believes, he calls it impact over income. Like he's so committed to impacting other people's lives. He's so committed to serving other people. He's so committed to showing up for his audience that like he makes a ton of money because he's focused on the impact and not on the income. And most of the trainers that get stuck in the demon that will hold you back is when you start focusing on the income and you're like, yo, I need to make this money. I got to make this money without understanding that like money is just a representation of the service that you're providing. 
self-focused versus others focused. You got to be focused on others. Does that make sense? Cool. Now, online fitness coaches, I feel like, I feel like this is a fire live. I feel like it was good. I'm curious, which one of these demons do you feel like you need to bring to light if you're an online fitness coach? Is it poor money mindset? Is it self-doubt? Is it always focused on the negative? Is it you talk about other people? Is it, I feel like I can do this myself. I feel like, is it, you know, refusing to feel pain? Is it being self-focused instead of others focused? What demon do you feel like you need to expose? Because I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Unless you bring it to the light, it will continue to run you subconsciously. Unless you bring it out to the light and you just admit it and you just like are open about it, it will continue to eat away at you. But once you expose it, then you can start to work on it. Once you expose it, then you can start to look for resources, right? Once you're like aware, like, yo, this shit's holding me back. At that point, you can literally go to Google and be like, how do I process pain properly? Not even fucking joking. Go to YouTube. If you're it's poor money mindset, you can literally go to YouTube and say like, how do I work on my money mindset? And you can find some, some of them will be useless. Some of them will be useful. If you're always focused on the negative, literally fucking go to Google, sir. How do I develop a more positive mindset and start looking for resources? But you will never do that if you don't admit to yourself that you need to work on your shit. Does that make sense? So we need to expose. We need to bring them out into the light. We need to like be open and honest with ourselves. This podcast, its goal was to shed some light on your demons, but it's up to you to expose them. I want to bring them out into the light, but it's up to you to bring them out into the open and be like, yo, I want to work on this shit. I invite you to talk about it with a friend or a mentor or someone you trust. Or if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, yo, fucking post in the community. Let's see it. It will help immensely and you will feel liberated. Don't let your demons hide in the dark. Expose them into the light. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Peace, love, protein, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode.